GM Droids, my name's the Captain and this is Moonbrain. Uh, look, I am coveted up at the moment away from my studio and microphone, so apologies slash congratulations. I'll keep this intro brief. Very excited today to present Mr. John Droid Esquire chatting with the Sun Labs legends Will and Peter about Droid Fi. It's a great conversation and I think required listening for anyone who already has or is thinking about putting funds into Droid 5 Volts. So uh, let's go get it. Thanks to both the, the Sunlabs guys for joining us. Um, it's much appreciated. Yeah, look, I mean, it's an important time, like you say. We're about to open up Droid 5 to the rest of Solana. Um, and so we've reached the point now where the system's been running for the platform's been running for about eight or nine months right through this terrible bear market. Um, and it's been delivering returns. The USDC vault in particular has delivered 9% APY. So that's nearly nine months. And you know, I reckon you'd be hard pressed to find that sort of yield anywhere else on Solana, which is pretty impressive. So we're at the point now where we want to open up the platform to, to anyone on Solana, anyone with a phantom wallet basically can connect up, deposit their funds into the vaults. Um, we have Solana. ETH and BTC, as well as the USDC, of course. And we're here today to talk to the guys to get them to sort of explain how it works, a little bit about Sun Labs, talk about security, talk about fees, talk about performance, um, and go from there. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me start with uh, just an intro on on who I am and a little bit about Sun Labs as well, for those that don't know us. Uh, so my name is William Purdy. I'm the head of growth at Sun Labs. Uh, Sun Labs is actually recently been working through the regulatory framework to uh, set up a Luxembourg entity. And we're registered with uh, the commissions there, which give us asset management uh, access in a fully compliant, regulated manner to manage people's monies, either through uh, our fund, our Luxembourg fund, or through separately managed accounts, which is exactly what we're doing here for Droid Capital through a separately managed account. Okay, so for, for those that are more aware of of what crypto options are, their potential, or have traded them in the past, whether it's through equities or in the crypto market itself. Basically, the objective of our team here at Sun Labs, our trading team, is to exploit the missing, the mispricing of volatility. Um, we do that through a systematic volatility arbitrage strategy within opportunistic discretionary overlay. So we have our quant models, but we also do some discretionary trading on the side. So sometimes we do discretionary exploitation of uh, some market behavior that doesn't make sense to us, uh, such as front running of structural flows, um, some things on the volatility curve, as well as opportunistic hedging, hedging should we see that. Uh, and our execution is entirely algorithmic. Um, we use Paradigm and Signum OTC for our block trades. And then for reducing counterparty risk with our custody, we use Copper and Signum Bank. Um, you know, let, let me just give you kind of an example of how we've applied this strategy positioning in the past. Um, off the top of my head, after Luna uh, and Three Arrows Capital collapsed, the market was actually trading sideways for a long time, but there were extreme levels of volatility. And so what we started doing is shorting the volatility through a, a short put and a short call, uh, which would be known as a short strangle. And during that time, we we're able to net uh, a considerable gain on basically selling these options where people thought the market would move 
significantly either higher or lower. But during that time, we were flat, which was several months, I think three or plus months, the market was just fan was just super flat, which is great, because that's how we make money, because volatility then depresses. Uh, and so we collect all the premium that we thought we would at the beginning. Yeah, well, you were talking about the lunar crash and the volatility around that period and how the algo was able to capture really outsized returns during that phase. I think it so happens that that was when we first started trialing um, our own vault in prep for this platform being built. And we saw at that time something like 30 or 40% returns in the course of like a week. Now, we said at the time to our holders that that wasn't typical of the algo. The algo is not set up to to generate. I mean, what algo can guarantee itself to generate those sorts of returns ongoing? But I just wanted you to kind of talk about how the performance since since then hasn't been 40% a week, and it's not expected to be. Um, you know, 9% on USDC is, is is still fantastic through the year, and we're getting 3 or 4% on the ETH, BTC, and SOL. Let me just put out a disclaimer first. Um, past performance is not indicative of future results. I cannot say we will generate X yield going forward. Um, but as you said before, you've seen the success yourself from these these events. Yeah, what, what that comes down to in this market is that volatility, um, without getting too complex, has been incredibly um, low historically. It is priced at all-time lows just before uh, we started pumping on this ETF hope that we're seeing now. And what that means is that the options market is, let's say it's a little bit more barren as a trading uh, ecosystem or as a as a financial instrument for us to trade. When volatility is, is very low, there's not a lot of money for us to squeeze out of it. Um, so when you see an event like where volatility expands or where the market starts finding a trend or the market starts mispricing, that's where we make a lot of money. So like you saw with the Luna collapse, when the market is either going to be significantly flatter than what market expectations are, or if it's going to be significantly more directional, either to the upside or downside than what the market currently expects, that's when we make outsized returns. So what would it take for for this for DroidFi products to start returning I can't put out a number, but let's say greater returns than there are today. Uh, the environment would be directionally beneficial. So we've been trading in a range for several months, as you guys likely have known. You know, um, what whatever asset it is in crypto has been relatively flat until recently. Just talking about you know the past two weeks or so, two three weeks with the the ETF news trickling out and buying the rumor and such. If this trend continues, let's say we're at about 34K right now. If we push up to 40K, we get a good, let's say a good pump in. That's beneficial for some of the discretionary sides of our strategy. But let's say at that, again, hypothetically, we don't know what the market's going to do, but I just want to kind of paint a picture of when the, the strategy finds success. If at 40K ETF news does come out and it's rejected, the market starts retracing you know, it's, it's, it's possible that we can make money off of both sides here. Similarly, if the market goes nowhere and we're trading that the expectation that the market will stay flat, we'll make money off of that. So basically what it comes down to 
is the market either has to do absolutely nothing or it has to continue in one direction uh, for a considerable period of time. So, you know, I don't know if you believe in the four-year Bitcoin halving cycle, but it basically paints a picture just like we saw in 2020, 2016. In April of 2024, we're looking at, you know, the Bitcoin halving event. Bitcoin price doesn't skyrocket immediately after, but, you know, if there's a few months after that, Bitcoin price does appreciate. I think, again, non-financial advice, I think 100K this cycle is very fair. Basically, just a little over a 50% 50 gain over past cycles all-time high. We're at 35 or 34K right now, basically a 3X. The benefit of the Droid 5 product would be, you know, in a bull market, you want to stack sats or you want to stack Solana. You want raw crypto exposure, but you also want yield on top of that. And when the market's finding a trend, you want to increase that crypto exposure as much as you can. And that, in my eyes, would be the most ideal time for you to have exposure to these products. All right, well, we're like, we talked about a bit of the upside and what's possible from the algo, but I just think it's good that people hear as well, what are the possible downsides? So you've talked a little bit about drawdown, but if I put $100, $1,000 into a vault, like what risk is it really exposed to? Can I get liquidated, for example? So no, you cannot get liquidated on these options. And that's because they're cash secured. Uh, when you're talking about downside risk, uh, over the past two years, you know, if you're looking at our BTC strategy, because it tracks BTC plus a little bit of yield, there is a drawdown. It's not like this strategy will outperform uh, the entire crypto market uh, such that you have positive returns at the end of the day, but you have positive returns in BTC denominated value. So your one BTC can be equal to 1.5 BTC, whatever that US dollar value is, you know, requires the market to either be favorable or, or not. So like that's a BTC, but on the USDC, um, just to, just to juxtapose, obviously you're describing price risk there, um, in the sense that, Hey, if BTC goes down and you're holding BTC. I mean, you can't escape that, but. Um, the USDC strategies, can we just um, contrast what they've experienced? Because I think that is the easiest way for someone to to visualize the yield banking game, because obviously USDC, all things being equal, stays, stays flat. So when you're exposed to our products, there's two different underlying assets. One is USD. The other one is a crypto such as BTC, ETH, or SOL. Uh, with these strategies, of course, you have the price exposure to the underlying asset. So you know, if Solana goes down, even if you generated yield, uh, your your U.S. dollars will go down. However, if you're in the U.S. dollar portfolio, uh, we've seen great success over the past two years. Basically, our max drawdown there was six, about six percent. Our best month has been upwards of about nine percent. But we've been really happy that for the past twenty-one months or so, we've had positive periods of all 21 months uh, since inception on our USD strategy. Um, high sharp ratio, high sortino ratio. Yeah, so it, de- it kind of depends on, do you want exposure to crypto underlying plus yield, or are you looking for a second savings account? Yeah, yeah, that, that, makes, that makes sense. And so what does drawdown mean then? So if I'm holding that USDC and you said 6% drawdown, so just... Real simple terms. What does that mean for a listener? They put in again. I'm thinking myself. I put in a hundred dollars. What does that drawdown mean? Yeah. 
Um, okay, so a 6% drawdown on $100 would mean that your portfolio at current value on paper is equal to about $94. Basically, 6% negative of whatever your account value started at. Um, now, keep in mind, this is on a positive equity curve, which basically means the number is going up and to the right. So over the long period of time, if you decide to hold, you might come out of this drawdown and start generating positive income. But it means that 6% is the largest drawdown from the peak of the curve. So if you're if you need the capital immediately and you withdraw, you'll face that 6% loss. However, if you decide to hold for a few more months, you can, we can get out of that 6% drawdown and start generating positive returns again. So it's a loss on paper, but that doesn't mean that it translates to real value until you actually withdraw it from the vault. And so in terms of the most recent, well, your historical performance, and we talked about how the last few months have been, have been um, slow because of the market factors, which is going to happen sometimes. But what's been the two-year performance for these strategies that you guys can, can demonstrate? So as we're talking about the 6% drawdown that we've historically faced since January of, of 2022, uh, on the upside, we've actually been able to generate conservatively returns of upwards of 30% or so when the market is, is right on a fully risk-adjusted basis across of these strategies. Of course, they benefit from the upside of crypto prices going up themselves, uh, but just over the past nine months or so, we have seen volatility trade literally at historic lows. It's never been cheaper uh, volatility right now uh, or just a few weeks ago before this ETF breakout. So if the trend does change where uh, there's an increase in volatility or there's a, a super directional trade to be made here, uh, these strategies will capitalize on that advancement or that change in the market structure. Um, you know, We could only look to past numbers uh, to discuss potentials of going forward. And of course, past performance is not indicative of future results. But I think that looking at 30 to 50% yield on your Bitcoin or Ethereum on a good bull market is, is realistic. Um, now, of course, things happen. This is the financial markets. I'm not a, a, a future teller, can't read any tarot cards or any magic eight balls. But that being said, um, our past performance, which has been only in a bear market, has led us to some assumptions here that I have just uh, discussed. Ah, oh, great. Okay. Um, well, probably anyone who knows me from um, from the Dow knows how smart I am and good with technical things. So probably no surprise that um, I'm going to sort of hone in on Peter and ask some questions, Peter, about the technical side of things. What um, what actually happens to funds when they when they go in here? the The goal really was to keep the funds on chain for as little time as possible. And so the initial deposit is made into a radium pool, and from there it's cleared out on a regular basis and put straight into the custodial wallets. Uh, and from there, everything is tradfi. So Peter, the obvious question is, have we have we had the platform audited? Can you tell me like whether that's the case or whether it's actually why we don't need to have it done? No audits and not needed, and that was very intentional. Um, you know, as we've been planning this out, developing um, early on, uh, there was a lot of instability on the chain. And so we've written no smart contracts for this uh, platform at all. 
So how does it work then if you've written no smart contracts? Like to me, that's sort of like, well, then how does it exist? Thankfully, we're working on something here that uh, doesn't need a lot of the extra DeFi functionality that some more complicated prop, uh, platform would require. Um, really, the goal here for Yield is to have the most security possible. And uh, to achieve that, we've relied on platforms that have been longstanding, have a track record, have been audited. And so it really is a direct path from Radium to the custodians. So, Peter, do you want to explain how the fees for the platform are charged? Because it is, it does come for a fee. The users will be charged a small performance fee, um, which is split between Sun Labs and, and Droid. Um, but do you want to just run me through how people are charged? Uh, and then we can actually talk about how they can then get discounts as well by being Droid holders. For sure. Uh, the, the good news is that it's super easy to understand. The fee is baked into the price of the product. So when you uh, deposit cash, you wait a little bit and withdraw it later, the fee has already been accounted for. And so uh, it's we're charging a 15% fee on performance, uh, and that's over the high water mark. And uh, high water just means um, the, the highest, the last highest uh, price that the product had seen. Let's say I put $100 in, BTC goes up 10%. I'm not charged on that price action, am I? I'm only charged on the yield. Let's say another 2% was created by the algo itself in the trading that we've described. Is that what I'm charged a fee on? That's correct. It's the yield only. Um, the, the price of the underlying asset is not accounted for in those calculations. So I might withdraw 12%, but only 2% is exposed to the fee. Yeah, that would be accurate. Uh, it's, it's easiest to give these examples on the USDC pool but um, it, it certainly applies to the other ones as well. So you don't have to worry about the movement of the underlying asset. You know, if, if BTC suddenly goes up to 100K, um, we're not charging a fee on that, only the yield on top. And then the droid discount. So there's two components to the 15% fee. They're equal and they're both 7.5. And you can get discounts on both. One half, 7.5 in total, can be discounted by holding droid NFTs. It's tiered based on the number of droid NFTs you hold. It goes from one to 10, uh, 10 up to 30, 30 plus and 50 plus. If you hold 50 NFTs, which some people do, that, that half of the fee is entirely uh, discounted to 0%. So you start off by use it by having only a 7.5% fee, um, performance fee exposure. The other half can be discounted using uh, droid tokens and they can be burnt on the platform prior to withdrawing um, any amount that you might want to take off the platform. If you stake Droid NFTs, you acquire Droid tokens and you can use those tokens to burn it. So conceivably, a person holding enough Droid NFTs and acquiring enough Droid token, either through staking or off the market, can actually use this platform entirely fee-free, which is pretty cool. And I don't even know if there's another platform out there um, that I'm aware of, certainly not one that offers the yield that this platform uh, potentially offers um, that can do that. So. Peter, do you want to just run me through maybe how those discounts work and then how they can burn the droid tokens on the platform and receive their discount and, and, and the fee cycle? There's a withdrawal cycle, a fee cycle, and the rebates. You want to just run me through that? Yeah, uh, just real quickly and, and to keep it simple, users will see fees accumulate in their history table on their portfolio page. Uh, when they see fees accumulate, they want to cancel them out. Um, they can go and burn droid. Uh, in the trade panel. And um, 
within 10 days, they'll essentially just be airdropped a fee rebate to their wallet. And that rebate will also appear in their table as well. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for your time this evening. Um, appreciate you both. You know, we've worked to get the time zones um, together. Um, anyone listening in, um, whether this when you're listening in when this is released or after the fact, questions in the Discord. There's a support channel in the Droid Capital Discord that the Sunlabs guys are there to answer questions. Um, this is a long-term play. You know, we've, we've built this product and slowly developed it through the bear market so that it's ready to go and capitalize when the bear, uh, when the bull market really hits its stride. Um, and we're excited for it. And we're excited for the future of Sunlabs. And so thank you to both of you guys for, for joining us. Thanks very much to Will and Peter for their insight there. Thanks to John for setting new standards of goatness in the beer. And thanks to all of you droids. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I've never met a droid that I don't like. And that even includes the Australian ones. Until next time, bon nuit, droid friends. <laughs>